You're listening to the Mortgage Reports Podcast, where we reveal tips, tricks, hacks, and knowledge to help you buy a home, refinance, or invest in real estate. Now, this is one of the most heavily searched topics right now on the internet amongst all kinds of consumers, whether you're a current homeowner who's scared, sitting in their home, wondering what's gonna happen. You're a prospective buyer that's been sitting on the fence and maybe had a tough go at it these last few years, finally waiting for your chance to break in, but now you feel like you could be entering in at the complete wrong time. So we're gonna get into this a little bit more today and talk about what actually constitutes as a bad market. What would it take in order for the market to actually crash and prices to come down? what the likelihood is of it, and why at the end of the day, everybody just needs to remain calm. The golden rule in media as an outsider is to always acknowledge and remember that bad news sells. People need to click on things and get enticed by things in order for media companies to make money. And what's gonna do that? Certainly not gonna be good news, it's going to be bad news, negative thing. Don't believe me? Just turn on your local news. There's nothing positive that comes on during local news. Especially out here in the Bay Area, all we hear is negativity, terrible stories, but for some reason because of the way the human psyche works, we get drawn into it. The same applies with housing data, real estate data, mortgage transactional data and information. Anything that's bad will actually sell. So remember to take that with a grain of salt and just calm down and refocus. Anytime I hear something that sounds like it could be catastrophic or cataclysmic, I try and look at the situation and walk it backwards in order of what would it actually take to arrive at this crazy conclusion or ending. So let's take a housing market crash or prices coming down significantly. What would it actually take for that to happen? If we look back, the first thing that would need to be there is a lot of inventory. On top of that, we would also need to see that a lot of this inventory is being sold at a heavy discount or at a premium. Lastly, is it would need to come from all aspects of the housing market, the high end of the market, the middle end of the market and the entry level point. So knowing that it's gonna take a lot of inventory in order for the housing market to actually invert or crash, let's see what's going on right now in the current economy and is that actually applicable? Is it actually likely that it could happen? For people to sell their homes, they would need to be in some type of an economic distressed situation. And what causes that? A loss of a job. We would need massive job losses across the board from the middle and high income earners, most of who actually make up the majority of home ownership in the United States to lose their jobs and actually throw their houses on the market. Even with that point, and if that was to happen, which I don't believe that it will, but if it did, now those homes would need to get sold at a premium because as we've talked about on previous podcasts, the health of the US homeowner is so strong and homeowners are sitting on so much equity in this current housing cycle compared to the one of 15 years ago, it's really truly the main underlying difference between the two markets and as and supportive as to why this market will not truly invert. Because again, at the end of the day, not only would you need a lot of homes to hit the market, you would need all these job losses to actually happen and then playing it forward. If all those homes were to hit the market, you would be asking responsible homeowners who have really overqualified for their mortgage over the last 15 years to sell their home at a massive discount. The likelihood of that is just not that high. We would need a full economic collapse here in the United States to cause companies to close, massive widespread job losses, prolonged inflation and cost of living that is getting out of control, and a completely stagnant overall economy that's not rebounding anytime soon in order for this to happen. Some quick differences between the 2000 
2008 market and the current one. 2008 market banks were very over leveraged. They did not have a lot of cash on their balance sheets. Now, the total opposite. Banks have never been more flush with cash. They are sitting on very healthy balance sheets and have been lending extremely responsibly over the last several years. That alone is a major, major difference and probably the biggest factor as to why this market is not going to invert the way that it did. A financial crisis ends up bleeding and impacting almost every other industry. It ripples through an economy like dropping a massive rock in the middle of a pond. But because the banking system is so healthy here in the United States, this type of hypothetical shock would need to come from somewhere else. And again, that brings me back to the job losses, company closings, or a full economic collapse. So the conclusion after all this is it's just not very likely. Is there going to be a cooling off of housing prices? Absolutely, we're already seeing it. But don't be fooled by a housing cooling with a housing correction. Oftentimes people will misconstrue this or actually blend the lines together but the two are very different. A housing correction is referring back to what happened several years ago where houses went up way too high in price and then overcorrected down to some very significantly lower levels. What we have going on now and why we're seeing record amounts of price reductions is not so much an inversion of prices or a complete crashing of prices, but actually a leveling off and coming back down to earth. We're seeing homes that may have been aggressively priced out there on the market, the sellers and the seller's agents waking up and realizing, you know what, I think we were being too greedy here. Let's bring it down to probably where it should be and now the home will actually sell. And in fact, it does. The statistics and data continue to reveal that homes that are appropriately priced in the current market are selling fast. So be very careful when reading about that data that home prices are correcting or home prices are cooling because there is a distinct difference. I feel, and the data does support this, that this is more of a housing price cooling, which is just coming back down to earth and being priced at where it should have been priced in the first place. But an inversion, I don't see happening. I don't see any sort of market crash actually occurring because of those reasons that I outlined earlier here in the podcast. Now, of course, nobody has a crystal ball, but again, I like to look at the data and connect the dots to see what would actually have to transpire in order for a certain ending to become a reality. Given what I've shared with you today about the labor markets, company closures, job losses, having to sell at a massive discount or premium, I just don't see the right mix there that equates to a housing market crash or huge, huge reductions in prices. I do believe the opportunity for buyers will be out there that have been waiting because now the opportunity is such that you can get a home for tens of thousands of dollars less than you could have, say, six to eight months ago. This is in spite of the fact that interest rates are up. We have less competition out there, which means less bidding wars, and mortgage rates at the end of the day are very temporary. Our parents' generation held on to mortgage loans a lot longer than we do now in the current generation. The average homeowner is only in their mortgage now for anywhere between one and three years before they eventually turn it over and restructure or refinance their debt. So again, we've got a very healthy housing market by way of equity, by way of borrower credibility, and by way of overall economic standing. Yes, there are some scary times and a bit of bumpy waters ahead, but as far as housing is concerned, we should see a cooling but by no means any sort of a crash. That's it for this episode of the Mortgage Reports podcast. Please tune in for future episodes and as always, reach back with questions, comments, or engagement on social media. We love to answer those and we look forward to seeing you guys on the next one. Thanks for listening to the Mortgage Reports podcast. Visit themortgagereports.com for daily mortgage rate updates, news, and advice from experts. 